0: Coming up, we're going on location with The Scare Factor to hear from two different haunts about their operations this year, Terror in the Corn and Land of Illusion. From the Haunted Trash Network, I'm Philip, and this is day 24 of our 61-day haunt-a-thon, counting down to Halloween. Today is Friday, September 24th, and there are 37 days until Halloween. The best way you can support us this Halloween season is by sharing our haunt thon with someone you think will enjoy it. And to follow along to our Hauntathon, sign up to our weekly newsletter at hauntedfashionnetwork.com. Okay, let's start off in Colorado with Terror in the Corn. Just a note that the audio on today's show gets a bit rough in places, but that's what you get when you're going on location to haunted houses. Here we go.
1: Hi, this is Andrew Montoya with Team Haunterama at thescarefactor.com. And joining me today is the crew from Terror in the Corn. I understand you've got some great things planned for 2021.
2: We redesigned and redid the whole zombie paintball hunt. We were allowed to put some permanent structures out there. So the story that Greg had come up with for our backstory with the Snowbriar Containment Facility is now was now brought to life i mean we have a whole um, army facility out there with ammo dumps bunkers fuel depot all this stuff all of our riders on the trailers are drill sergeants and it's a lot more interactive than it was, oh, very than it was nice. before. Uh, another thing we brought back was we brought back different you know you have zombies out there but you
3: also have humans so we had it made it more of an interactive thing where don't you know save the humans Okay. Running from the zombies and and so, but of course, as long as it's not the mother-in-law's house of one of the trailer riders, (laughs) you wait to shoot everybody. Yeah.
1: So yeah, must be some brave human actors out there as well. (laughs) See those (laughs) zombies.
2: Yeah, it was a major change. I mean, a lot of people seem to really like it too. It was that was that was pretty much like ninety percent of our focus last year was was rebuilding that from the ground up.
1: Yeah, that's wonderful. And I understand you put uh put similar efforts this year into the haunt itself.
2: We went in
3: with uh, intentions that we'd take just this little chunk out and then the chunk got bigger and bigger and bigger and <laughs> bigger, and finally it added into a, a whole new layout for the haunt. Oh wow. Uh, everybody's going to be very surprised when they first get off the trailer just going <laughs> through just a very little bit of corn at the very start. So
1: There you go. Uh,
2: yeah, we got some surprises that were yeah, we probably shouldn't we don't share with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. We want you to be surprised too. Uh, for people that have been coming here for years, it's going to be a major, major shock to them. And then, of course, start to finish, it's over a mile long.
3: So we had started with the Mile of Mayhem. We've done a lot. We've created a whole
2: different part of the town. It looks like we put at least a million dollars into it when it was really closer to half a million. Nope,
1: <laughs> I believe that. I, I don't know if I do believe that. I I, I can see the million dollar figure talking about a mile. Um, <laughs> Speaking of the, the, the length of the haunt, I'd imagine you guys are hiring a lot more actors this year. Have you guys had trouble finding folks to fill all those spots?
2: No. No, not, no. not, too,
3: not too bad. We, we, we were a little worried, but again, we have a different type of job than your normal job. So <laughs> we, we we haven't really had the problems that we
2: thought we were going to.
1: There you go. I guess it does kind of attract a certain breed, huh?
2: Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've had somebody in the office doing more of the numbers and getting all the hiring itself done. That I didn't really realize how many people we had hired until we had our first orientation. And I was like, okay, we don't have enough room here to talk to everybody. We need to move. It's a lot more people than we've hired in the past. We're excited to, to fill all these expanded roles.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Did you have a lot of uh, returning actors as well?
2: Yeah, quite a few. I'd say, what, 50, 60% at least? Yeah. And most of the ones that didn't come back, it was mostly just a ham hey, going to college now kind of thing. It wasn't like, yeah, I don't want to work there anymore. Most oh, of them yeah. want to come back, but. And, you know, they got school to deal with. And it was a pretty, yeah. good, pretty good number.
1: Well, I, I know you guys also took the, the top spot in our 2019 ratings for the entire state of Colorado. So I'm kind of curious how those results translated into you know, p- potential success last year in 2020.
3: We did not skip a beat as far as uh, attendance or anything like that on COVID. We actually did really, really well. Uh, shockingly, we had a lot of sold out nights. Oh, but wonderful. Thing is that it just made it where we spread it out. The amount of people that we got instead of having it all in the last two weekends.
1: There you go. There you go. So were you guys kind of staggering
2: folks going through things like that? Staggering yeah, people going through. We, you know, we required everybody wore masks. Of course, we had signage everywhere. We had hand sanitizer everywhere. Every time the trailer would run for the first part of the we are taking to the haunt it was basically sprayed down every time before we get another group to go on. We did just everything we could. I, I, I want to mention, I hope you guys don't mind me mentioning, but I had to mention Spencer Terry because he was kind of at the forefront of putting together a lot of COVID plans mm. and a lot of us utilized his stuff. We utilized a lot of what he was doing, it gave us a lot of great ideas on directions to go and it went, it went really, really well and really, really smooth.
1: How have some of those COVID plans transitioned into this year? Are you carrying some of that forward?
2: One of the biggest things we did last year was, you know, we always had time ticketing but we we cut down the limit of the number of tickets we would sell for half an hour, you know, so we could keep our crowds more manageable. But because that worked so well, spreading out our crowds so we didn't end up with a really crazy couple last weekends and people were coming earlier, we're still going to do that this year. Now, we're bringing the numbers up a little bit more because, you know, things are hopefully better. Um, right. But we're hoping that will allow us to sell out more, uh, just like it did last year. You said we were selling out a lot of nights uh, and people were buying tickets earlier, 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 earlier. Because I can't get tickets the last weekend, I guess I better buy some now. So we're still going to incorporate that quite a bit, just to just really for crowd control more than anything else.
1: Well, gentlemen, I mean, I think that's about all the questions I have for you for right now. Um, did, did you have anything else you'd like to share before we go ahead and uh, let you go?
3: If you're in Colorado, go to Spirit
2: Halloween and grab you a coupon. It's a two dollars off coupon. We yeah. partnered with Spirit for the you know first time here, and on the card you get two dollars off. But every time you the, that code is used for every ticket that's sold. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we're going to donate a dollar to Spirits and Spirit of Children. So, you know, at the end of the year, we're we're hoping it'll be, you know, several thousand dollars that we can, you know, pass along back to them and their charity.
1: Keep an eye on uh, the scarefactor.com. We will be doing a review of Terror in the Corn here uh, in about a month. Keep your eyes
0: peeled for that. That was Andrew Montoya from The Scare Factor interviewing the crew behind Terror in the Corn in Colorado. And now, let's catch up with Tyler and Nora, who are at Land of Illusion in Middleton, Ohio.
4: Hey everybody, this is Tyler with Team Zombillies and TheScareFactor.com. And we are here at Land of Illusion, located in Middletown, Ohio. Talking with Brett Oakley here. He's the owner of the place. How you doing, Brett? Real
5: good, man. We appreciate you guys coming out again this year. Uh, trying to understand a little bit of what we do and the pains that uh, the haunted house industry goes through.
4: So you guys are advertising seven attractions this year? is That's that right? right.
5: That's exactly right. Awesome. So, yeah, same thing we did last year. Um, really just trying to set some games up this year. We got a new donut shack. Oh,
4: I love that. We have the first place we stopped when we got here.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that sweet tooth it's always about that vampire. Yeah, uh-huh. No matter what. <laughs> uh-huh. Totally agree. It, it worked
4: for us. It worked for us.
5: We started out as Middletown Haunted Trail originally. Right, right. And then we went from there into a complete park. The problem with any place, when you get this much overhead, you have to expand till, we, we went to a water park and then we added a Christmas event. You start fighting that scalability on how do I get to that next step? Right. So there's a lot of repercussions that come with every step that we take. A lot of people don't understand it is about the customer one way or the other. So how do you put on a safe haunted house at the same time, uh, try to put a decent show on? It's it, it's a challenge for all haunted houses in today's work. Probably one of the biggest things that I think really helped us is you've got to remember that getting them into a haunted house is just one piece of it. How do you add more things for more experiences? Because I think the customers are looking for that. Sure. I think it's a big mistake when you don't add more to. Thinking away from the haunted houses. Think of the sweet tooth, think of the other thing. That's a big piece of advice I think that a lot of haunted houses need to look at.
4: Did you guys find... if you needed to add or cut any nights this year, or you try to stick with the same number of weekends? or
5: No, we shifted a little bit. The biggest thing we're trying to do is, is look at numbers, and when you get a park at this magnitude, it's totally a different animal what What's it take to get to the next level? So with Land of Illusion, I've never taken one penny out of the park, and I've never taken one paycheck, and I've been doing this 25 years. That's amazing. And uh, every dime goes back in the park, and that's the only way we can get it there. Awesome. Yeah, you don't get a lot of uh, people that'll do this. Right, But that's why we keep fueling this park. So this year we set 1.4 million in the park. Holy cow. With aqua adventures, uh, some things in the haunt, but everything's just so expensive. To get to that next level, it's a nightmare.
4: Well, I can imagine, I can imagine. Did you guys uh, do any ticket pre-sales this year?
5: You know, we, we did some. We, we do it more with aqua and stuff. We haven't done a lot on the haunt. I think that with COVID and everything going on, nobody really knows what's going on and when it's going on. So I think it's held back on some of the sale tickets. I've not pushed it really hard. What year is this for you guys?
4: How long has it been going since the start of the Middletown Trail? 25 years. 25 years, that's incredible. Yeah, been a long time. Would you say that... Ticket sales are
5: pretty well on trend to meet your goals this year. Yeah, do you feel yeah, like? absolutely. I, um, you know, we had a great weekend so far. Good kickstart. Hopefully, we can keep the weather on everybody's side. We're happy with the improvements we've done, so we're, I think we're heading in the right way. This awesome, year. awesome.
4: Are you noticing any? particular struggles this year compared to previous years as far as staffing, like getting people in the door or incentivizing them to
5: come work for you? No, you know what? I'm not following the trend of corporate America. I think that trying to create a happy, humble group, but the haunted house industry is not about money. If the people that work in haunted house are just here for the dollars, they're here for the wrong reasons. Right. It's about the camaraderie of your actors. It's about, let's be nice, Let's let's do some things different. It's very difficult as you get bigger, but I've got to give a big uh, pat on the back to a lot of our managers. It's not about me, it's about them. They work throughout the year, creating schools, trying to work with the actors and trying to build their foundation. But it's about camaraderie, it's about caring about people. And that's the biggest message I can give to any haunted house. You've got to build that camaraderie to build your foundation. Actually, I totally agree. That's something I have noticed here with you guys, is you
4: tend to let each house kind of run itself, like each house has got its own managers and you give them a lot of creative freedom to uh, make each show the best as it can be, is
5: that right? Absolutely. Every manager has got their own ideas, their own character, and all we try to do is assist and give them some input, and I think that's what helps people buy in and engage to say how do you scale. Without them, you can't scale. So, Got to have somebody help uh, keep the gears turning, for sure. Yeah, there's a lot to it, especially when you get to a park this size. I'm just a firefighter. All I do is try to put out the problems. Right. The <laughs> there you <That's> go. <laughs>
4: Are you putting any policies in place as far as requiring your workers to disclose any kind of vaccination status or anything like that? You know what?
5: We're sitting back and sort of evaluating and watching things. We want people to be themselves, and I'm not going to climb in the political road being left or right. I'm going to be very neutral and sort of let people do what they feel they need to do to be in their comfort zone, because I think everybody has the right to sort of choose that. Um, and with that being said, I think that uh, we're all sort of just muddling down the road and saying, where are we going? Nobody knows in this country right now.
4: Are you uh, carrying over any of the like COVID policies that we had in place last year, like the sanitizing and the masks
5: or anything like that? Not, or? not a whole lot, but we, we have a lot of things outside. Um, again, we're just trying to... Muddle down the road here. Are you guys prepared to make
4: any big moves like that later on in the season if there's any mandates that come down? Yeah, I
5: like think that? so. You know, we can move pretty fast here. Um, we're not here to argue with people. We're not here to fight with people. We're here to have a good time. Well, that's all
4: I've got for you, Brett. I thank you very much for your time. I won't take any more of it for tonight, but uh, look forward to coming and seeing you guys next year and uh, hope you guys
5: have a great season. Absolutely. And uh, to all the Haunted Houses out there, uh, safety is number one guys so think about how do you keep your actors safe, keep your security on, on point and we appreciate the scare Factor coming out and, and taking the time and giving us some good input because uh, at the end of the game it's about what do we do better so appreciate it. Well, we appreciate you having us. Where
4: can folks find more out about Land of Illusion?
5: You know go to uh, landofillusion.com uh, see everything on a website schedules entertainment coming up so Again, LandEvolution.com. Come out and see us. We'd love to see you guys. Sounds good. Thank you, Brett. Thank you.
0: Today's episode was produced by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope. Stay up to date this season with our free weekly newsletter. Sign up at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. We're counting down to Halloween with daily podcasts and our 61-day Haunt-a-thon. Our Haunt-a-thon is made possible through generous support from Gantam Lighting and Controls. We'll see you back here tomorrow and every day until Halloween.